Hello and welcome to episode 30 of Damn It Vince. Right into the 30s now, I know. Like episode one, it's just me and Joe today. Many circumstances, but how are you today, Joe? Poorly sick, to be honest. I've not even had my injection. I could have gone and had my uh, injection today, but I would have had to teleport. So that they were like, if you're here in five minutes, you can have it. And I was like, no one can get anywhere in five minutes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, not 100%, uh, but here we are, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> here, to do, here to do what we do. Um, yeah, I am like just like a zombie at the moment. New new job, taking <laughs> doing its job. But it's nice to switch off and chat about wrestling for a bit. Yeah, well, yes. yes. Although the internet can get in the fucking sea today. That's, that's the, <laughs> the the one the one benefit of me just being thing you do work. I'm I'm hardly on internet at all now, so I'm not actually seeing all stuff that's going on. I think for for mental health, that's probably good at times as well. But this is what I have to do, though. It's yeah, just infuriating after the whole after blood and guts thing, and then uh, Botchamania has been taken down since the, the YouTube channel. Yeah, you mentioned it a few times, and everyone's uh, blaming AW because of uh, they had some strikes against them for copyright infringement, and it turns out that it was just an automatic process. And AEW rescinded these these strikes, and they were like, "We're really sorry. We like what you do. I mean, everyone likes it. It's just daft, and it's yeah. it's mostly just Simpsons memes, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, I know everyone's coming after them, and it's like he's he, the lad who runs it has said it's not them. It's it's probably a YouTube robot that's just gone rogue. Yeah. But and it's also it's not like it's the first time the channel's been cancelled. He'll just come back with something else. It's it's infuriating, but here we are. No, I don't know all that. Fair enough. Yeah, it is what it is at times. Yeah. As we said before, at least we've got ourselves a... Oh, yeah, yeah. A nice, nice little, little corner of it. Yeah. So on this episode, we will be reviewing the shoes. Shoes. That's how tired I am. Yeah, the shows. I was say. <laughs> <laughs> reviewing the shows. We've already given us a bit of news there. Okay. And then we are going to be focusing in on Daniel Bryan for the last part of it including his future and also looking back at a match from Ring of Honor against Samoa Joe, as he was then known, Brian Danielson. Show reviews then, we'll kind of go backwards because we're focusing on Brian. So let's kick off with with Blood and Guts then. So how did you find the I really liked it as a whole whole thing. I can't really find fault with it. Uh, Yes, the ending was a little bit silly but also it's wrestling i can suspend my disbelief that you can throw a grown man off a cage onto concrete and he's he's gonna be fine you know what i mean admittedly yeah it could have been shot from a better angle or whatever but eh, it doesn't matter it's about advancing the story rather than watching a 50 year old man fall onto some boxes or whatever we saw what happened with matt hardy so you know whoever this then yeah like i said i can suspend my disbelief i know that you know, it's not quote unquote real, but also it did. It has sort of soured the whole thing again, like the the fireworks f- fiasco, uh, the exploding barbed wire death match thing. But if you, it's something that people focus on that end bit rather than the rest of the match that was cracking. It's setting up Sammy Guevara to be an absolute king in the future. Yeah, him and FTR are the MVPs for me in that. Yeah, for different reasons, but. Just the amount of blood that FTR left in that. <laughs> yeah, but they, 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 you could tell they loved all this kind of stuff from the past, and they knew oh, there was a lot of bump, when to bump. There was a lot of nods and winks to, uh, to the, I think the, the very first War Games, wasn't it, with them taking the turnbuckle off 
to hit people. That's how they when we watched the first the first incredibly long war games from back in the day. Yeah, and it was just yeah, there was lots of little nice callbacks to it. I think it's it it cemented the inner circle as as baby faces now, and it's made I mean like there are always people are always concerned that MJF is so likable as a heel that. He's never going to get booed, but like the genuine, there was genuine hatred for him after what he did. It was, I really liked it. We're getting, I mean, as a as a as a main event, there was a slight bit of controversy because that was live, but the first half of it was taped. Was so it? if you if you, yeah yeah yeah, it said when you bought the tickets, it'd be like the the blood and guts match will be live. The first half of the show will be taped. It'll be shown on a screen. You know, uh, oh, if, you, if you're I not okay, you meant the actual blood and guts. No, 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 the physical match. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you're not happy with that, we'll. If, I think Tony Khan came out at the start of it and said, like, if you've come here by mistake, this is what's going to happen. If you don't like it, you can go and get a refund now, and we're really sorry, but we just physically can't lift this ring in now in the in the time that we have. And it's it's fair enough, but also as a, as a big thing that they've had on the cards, would it have been difficult? It's open air though, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah, it's not like they've got a roof they can just hoist shit up with. I don't know, but yeah, people were people were a bit annoyed about that. I think people were just looking for stuff to complain about. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't. I, I thought it was a, a good match. I liked the first half especially. Um, I I did have an issue with the finish per se, um, like the the pushing off. I liked the storytelling in terms of them surrendering on Jericho's behalf. It fitted MJF's character. It, I actually more my issue was the last five to seven minutes it like completely went flat for me and i was like i thought are we in picture in picture and then they were like we're going to picture in picture and there was an unprotected headshot yeah and... they've, they've got shit for that which i understand because yes yeah, that that took me out but it was just it, it just seemed like there was just this really flat moment when it felt like oh we, we need to fill time to get to two hours yeah there was, and I was like it just plummeted it, it... the first half was amazing it also when he when MGF goes onto the roof of the building, it sort of was like nobody else existed from then yeah. on in. Well, you like, could see at one point um, Santana, I think it was, he's just like looking up. Yeah, and like it was a bit, happening. It was a bit like you should have been cutting between the two and having them still do stuff because it was very much. Well, it, it was time it took Jericho to get up there, and he's he was loving it though, weren't he? He was <laughs> yeah. he was smiling a good one up there. He was like, I know what's going to happen, and I know it's yeah. going to it's going <laughs> to. Put the shit up all the internet community of people yeah. because I, I didn't, mean, mind, uh... didn't mind the push off. The thing is, I think more of my issue going into it is I knew it was going to happen because when they came out and I was like, "Oh, there's a big, big crash mat there, big crash <laughs> mat there." So that's a that's a telltale fact. It's it's blood and guts. It's a it's a it's a match with a with a cage with a roof on it. Someone's coming off it at some point, Harley. Yeah. That's you know it's going to happen. Yeah. But it. It held up to yeah to 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 what I was expecting. I, I wasn't disappointed. I've never seen a fork used in that way before. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Just, that's what I often bring into a, into a street fight is, is silverware. <laughs> you know, I was like, where's that fork come from? <laughs> oh, there was loads of it. But yeah, the the chair shot thing. I'm not sure whether or not it was like a gimmick chair or whatever. But don't do, don't do. knowing what we know. Don't don't hit each other in the head with chairs. You, you don't need to. And yeah, I and also it's always nice to get to see proud and powerful in their uh, dead president's makeup. I always like that. It's a nice yes, little. Yes, they got those. I was reading also, interviews it... leading up to it, and they'd been like just absolutely going mental in the gym in prep for this. <laughs> but uh, it also, like even Sean Spears came across good in it. 
Yeah, they all did. Yeah, I said nobody came out of it looking looking the, terrible. The build for the Hoss part was good. <laughs> but even like the Avengers Age of Ultron charge <laughs> across the ring thing was like, you know, it was, yeah, it was it good. Was, it was funny that bit because, you know, you've got to do it. And then there was a bit when they were like, oh, shit, I can't remember which one it was. Was it? Yeah, well, the problem is when you've and got... And they were like, oh, shit, we need to get him over there now. Two ropes, yeah. It was, <laughs> they just like threw him back over. It's, it's fine. It's always it a money shot, though. But we also had um, possibly the best promo I've seen in a very long time with Miro. Just sure. coming out, going, I'm going to legitimately murder Darby Allen next week on television. Come along and watch it. And I was like, okay, sir. Yes, I will. Well, it was a quote in terms of how he said it. It was, what, it was, what was it? The, the, the man who doesn't fear death, who has no fear of dying, meets the man who has no fear of killing or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it was like, well, this is what we, this is what you've wanted, but now it's going to be... I mean, Darby Allen got thrown downstairs as well. Well, I think he didn't help the main event spot when a man has been thrown down concrete stairs. Yeah, yeah. Should have <laughs> led with that, really, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was but, watching that. I was like, oh, Darby... I mean, he's probably done what I think I'm sure I've seen him do worse in skateboarding videos like, but yeah, it's uh it's a hell of a risk to take. Yeah, he's got a jelly skeleton. I think he's losing that, that whole stipulation oh. in there of if he doesn't if he's not fit to perform, he sacrifices. Yeah, but he's never gonna not show up, is he? No, but it's but, all building up the fact that he's been yeah. beaten to death. Well, he's he's defended it the past four, four weeks in a row, and then he's been thrown downstairs, so he's not gonna be in the best condition is he no. and Miro's just gonna legitimately do a murder on him <laughs> it's fine uh it's about yeah. time Miro got got something yeah. to be honest I enjoyed uh Tony Schiavone's little UFC style promos by the side of the cage at this point because you had that <laughs> one and the other one that I enjoyed was Omega's yeah um, a bit weird that they were both back to back those yeah but I suppose if now I know that the first half was taped then at least the live crowd were getting that yeah um I suppose but I like the Megas because it did that thing that I think the best people can do. Uh, best wrestling people, not persons. Like Jericho is very good at doing this, even though as a heel, is able to put over other people. Yes. And Jericho does it really well on commentary. Um, and I thought Omega did it brilliantly in very different ways, highlighting the fact that Pac has beat him, just saying, let's jump to that match. And then the way he just disrespected Omega was a reminiscent but more extreme than Reigns when he disrespected Cesaro and just walked out of the ring on yeah. him. And it builds that sympathy for that baby face. That's um, it. Cassidy's going to be... Uh, 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 he's going to be the one that, that that makes the company, I feel. He's that sort of relatably sort of goofy, but can actually, yeah, go with it. It's He didn't say a word, did he? He, he rarely does, but he didn't even, <laughs> we didn't even get a thumbs up or down or anything, did we? He just mm-hmm. let, him steal, let him give his classes to Nakazawa and then just sort of stood there. But he was, he was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like next week's card feels like a pay per view, to be honest. Next week, so I'm more excited yeah. about next week's than this week. Yeah, to, yeah. But we're getting Pack versus uh, Orange Cassidy again, which I think was Revolution, the last match they had. Yeah, and it was it's it's, it's about ten minutes, but it's a cracker because Pack just gets incredibly frustrated. <laughs> That's also the birth of Death Triangle as well. Yeah. yeah. And fans, I think, realised the fans who didn't know Orange Cassidy, like myself, to be honest, were like, "Oh shit, you can you can actually go." Yeah, but he wants. Yeah, we got the weird Cody Cutie Marshall thing, which was surprisingly good as well. 
Was this match a no disqualification? This is my only question I had about this. No, but because I counted about four times, it's like when you—is it the weight belt, whatever it's called? Yeah, is that immune from disqualifications or something? It's the amount of times it gets used in a Cody match. I'm like, he always threatens it, but rarely uses it. QT used it on him. In QT the used it, but the referee didn't see it. Right, and then Arn Anderson just attacked him. And again, yeah, that's a thing that happens apparently with the referee watching. <laughs> I mean, like. AW are always a bit sketchy with like count outs and, and disqualifications DQs, and things yeah. anyway. It's best it's better to let a match continue than it is to have a DQ. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a good match. Oh. Uh, there was some cracking stuff in there, some cra- cracking reversals and, and bits and pieces like that. I, I thoroughly enjoyed for a Cody Rhodes match, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. How did you feel about um Cody one hitting a tombstone and be it being kicked out of? Yeah, it's it's that whole bit felt a bit circusy. That should have been like <laughs> trombone music when they were backflipping <laughs> off each other. So they kept doing it. I was like, don't, please don't yeah, hit it. Once or twice is fine, but this isn't Cirque du Soleil. Get out. <laughs> but no, it was fine. It was it was it was good. I didn't need to see Cutie Marshall's ass, but there we go. That's the world we live in now. Uh, and then Leah Gogo comes in and just legitimately murders him again. Yeah. So is he the end goal? Because normally you'd think like, "Hey, I think Cody, they're trying Cody to, they're trying to, they're trying through. to build up the younger, the younger ones, and it's yeah. like a decent sort of mid to lower card thing." Yeah, it feels like a backwards one where he'd work through QT fa- to to this, yeah, to get to QT. Yeah, you'd have thought that would have been the end boss, but yeah, I think That's they're legitimately trying moment. to build a star out of Anthony Agogo and fair play to them. Fair play, yeah. If Americans believe that he is a household name, then God bless you, but. He's not. <laughs> Say it enough times, I'll believe it. Um, but it was. Just, it's a pretty good uh, optics of him draping the flag over him and just standing mm. over him. And I was like, they know what they're doing in that sort of in, turn, in that way. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Just diving back on the uh, Omega bit. The one thing that did ding me on that, I was like, wasn't Adam Page like the number one ranked? Or they, yes, but he lost he last lost. week. So, so that's knocked him down from first. Dropped so. down the rankings, yeah, because right. he lost to an uncredited person. So it is sort of good that Frank they Cage is uncredited. He, he's unranked, I believe, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I think so. Okay, so they did. Do they just rank the top five, and then there's nothing below it? You don't get to see the. the it's, I think it's just the top five. Yeah, let me have a look. AW rankings as of Wednesday. Uh, oh no, uh, he is. Okay, this is be- oh, I don't know how it works. The the uh, I know he's been number one for a while, and he it's Kenny dodging. and Darby uh, at one, and then yeah, yeah. number one contender is Orange, then Pack, then John Moxley, then Cage, then Page. So yeah, it must it be if you beat the person, you drop down. Yeah, but he's not one or two. That's fine. I just last time I knew he was number one, so I was like, yeah, uh, I'm not sure how because like Orange Cassidy is eight and zero. Oh, but Pack is five and zero, and Moxley six and one. So I don't. What's Page? I, What's Page? Eight and one. Okay. So I don't know. I don't understand how it works. <laughs> I mean, it just came to me because I was like, "Ooh, is this Page? Page is getting a number one." So when they said Pack Orange Cassidy, I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Oh, I mean, here it, for it that." Dove, though. It dovetails <laughs> nicely into the best friends death triangle thing as well. Yeah. So that'll be be a nice bit. And then also at the start of the show, we got. Um, Moxley, 
Oh, it's gone, name's gone completely out of my head. Moxley Kingston versus... Moxley and Eddie Kingston against... Nakazawa uh, and Nak- Nakazawa. Kenny Omega. <laughs> and Kenny Omega, who is doing, like, some absolute dog shit heel work, isn't he? It's great. Uh, yeah, it's just, like, a big, cowardly, bored man. But, I mean, you knew it was going to happen. You knew that they were going to get jumped by uh, yeah. the Good Brothers, and, you know, it's fine. But is it next week we've got... Moxley's defending the... Yes, WGP but have we not got title. Kingston against Omega as well? Or did I dream Are that? I, I don't, don't know. That bit. Did we dream that? I think we dreamt that. <laughs> Might have done. I don't remember that bit. I remember seeing all the card and that. Yeah, I'm here for all this. Um, yeah, don't remember that bit. No, I'd like I must... to see that. Oh, it might be happening at um, Double or Nothing. Might be building up to that then. Yeah, all we've got next week though. But we've got Darby Allen against Miro. Double or Nothing is going to be Orange Cassidy or Pack. Oh yeah, I must have dreamt it then. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very poorly. Uh, <laughs> go on. No, carry on with this because it, it, it dies back out of the Kingston thing. So it just goes back to yeah. Omega. So but next week we've got Darby Allen versus Miro for the TNT Championship. John Boxley versus uh, Yuji Nagaya for the IWGP US Champion. The promo package for that as well Loved it. was top notch. I mean, Moxley could, I think him and Kingston together are probably two of the best promo guys they've got. Yeah, in, I mean, having watched, like I said, um, being the elite, where they just keep making Kingston cut promos on random things, and he does it <laughs> so well. But we've also got uh, after the the, the four way tag team match that was also pretty good. Yeah, had a couple of weird bits in it, but uh, Young Bucks against SCU for the tag titles. Yes, that's got consequences. With the stipulation that if the SCU lose, they will break up as a tag team, which they will. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I've no problem with that. I was going to say, some people, I saw Butcher defending it. Um, was it Bully, Bully Ray was getting upset that Nakazawa was holding the Impact title and the AAA <laughs> title. And he was like, if I was Impact, I would be pissed off at this because it's disrespecting your top title. But Butcher was like, that's clearly the point. That's that's the whole point of it. He's, he's a shit house. He doesn't care. He just wants the gold. He doesn't care like where it's from. He just wants it. Yeah. I also saw someone respond to that with uh, Austin Aries holding a lot of belts, and it's like no one held them for Austin Aries because he has no friends. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, on 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 reflection, uh, I've, I've yeah, I, at the moment can't really fault um, AEW for stuff. No, it's good. That's where it's going to be banging. Maybe. More exciting for that than this. I know we know Butcher's thoughts on like blood and guts war game thing, and he's he's not a fan. I know, but it's yeah, it's it's just a bit of daft fun, isn't it? It's just a it it's a big. It, I mean, it should have. It, 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 it was a big blow off for a, a fairly long term sort of feud that's been brewing. Sure. So what else are you going to do? At Did least it was Jericho for a reason. Digs about it. No. So he said. There's like an article I was reading and it's basically interviewing all of them leading up to it and Jericho's saying, you know, this match deserves the blood and guts. Obviously, we were meant to do it last year. It's not something that you just pull out. You said it's not like you have a Hell in a Cell or an elimination pay-per-view and you're like, oh shit, we need to put some matches in these because that's the title of the pay-per-view. You went, this is a match and the booking decides when it will be not the the, the month of the year. He's right, though. He's rightly so, and the match did deserve it. And we've said that before, one of our first pods about theme pay-per-views and WWE being discrediting big matches. So I said Hell in a Cell is, yeah, it's a waste of time unless you've had at least like a six-month brew up to it. Yeah, shouldn't be your first match in there. But no, another good show. Um, 
Let's do let's do raw. Let's get that out of the way. Well, I, if, I if really we're going, don't if we're going backwards, it would be NXT next. I know. I just want to get raw out of the way. Uh, <laughs> I I I didn't watch raw because I'm refusing to until it gets better. Until I'm they at, learn. I'm, yeah, I'm at the point where I'm like, I, I I've skipped so much, but. A um, couple of points. The Sonya power game is continuing with Pierce. Yes. Like, quite in your face, arguing with each other now. Um, I am intrigued to see where that goes because I like Sonya Deville. Um, she's clearly being puppet stringed by Charlotte as well because uh, that continued with Charlotte forcing herself into a triple threat match with <laughs> I mean, Oscar and Rhea. Could be. Could just be Charlotte Flair being Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Very true. Um Main thing, um, good and bad, they kind of split up Alexander, well, not kind of, they split up Alexander have, and Shelton, yeah. which is a bit shit because the tag team division is poor anyway. But the promo that Alexander delivered yes. to Shelton was, was superb, came across very natural. Um, I'm excited for him because he's, he's very, very talented. So I wouldn't mind a little feud with them too, to be honest. I mean, it gets them both on TV, yeah. which was the concern was that when they split up uh, the Hurt Business was that they were going to end up in, in obscurity again so yeah let him have a let him have a build-up i'm all there for that yeah yeah should be a should be a good little match and uh we had a like a rerun of uh aj and almost versus new day um kind of, of played out similar. of course we did yeah of played played out similar to the uh the wrestlemania one but the new day weren't quite as heels um <laughs> But yeah, they were the main points. Again, love him or hate him. Uh, the RK Bro stuff is actually pretty cool at the moment. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of tomato-based antics going on, apparently. Uh, yeah, I skip up. Literally. <laughs> so w- when Elias appears on my screen and Jackson <laughs> I mean... Riker, I just skip. I don't even care who's in it. I just skip it. And yeah, there's been tomato throwing. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm refusing to watch it until it... Yeah, oh, that, that man just apologised to us on Twitter. Yes, I just saw yeah. that. <laughs> um, you know, in a, in a in a week uh, where all four shows are reviewing, no, three of the four shows we're reviewing here have had very good shows, I'd say, and especially main event wise. You know, we got a we got a Braun versus Bobby Lashley host fight. It was a next week we get. So what did we have last week? I think. <laughs> It's it's so Vince McMahon. I think last week we had was it not a triple uh, threat last week? We had we had Drew versus Braun, and then this week we've had Braun, Braun versus, versus Bobby, and then next week, Bobby, versus, Bobby Drew. versus Drew. <laughs> that's and then so that's all possible combinations of that. <laughs> like when they have a tag team match and they like do singles and then a six man, and it's like yeah, it's... there's something in leaving people out, and I think again. The build wasn't superb, but the Sasha and Bianca match, I think, paid off for the fact they didn't actually have any physicality in the ring yeah, before that Mania all... match. There yeah. was nothing, everything was new that you were watching. But yeah, they have a weird habit of. I That's remember that... a pay per view years ago and it was a big main event. And then they just literally did that match on the Raw before the pay per view. <laughs> yeah. I thought, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> yeah, they don't care. You don't, you're still going to watch it, aren't you? That's random. Well, uh, Paul actually sent me some very, very interesting. I know you were talking about like the raw numbers plummeting and that, but um, based on last year's averages, raw is now averaging 1.9 million. It used to be in the 3 million. Yeah. It's now 1.9. SmackDown is now 2.1. SmackDown is consistently outperforming it. 
Because it's which, better. <laughs> which is correct, because it's better. But historically, what then tends to happen is Vince then goes, well, what's going good in SmackDown? I'm going to take them people to Raw yeah. and then proceeds to fuck them up. So hopefully that doesn't happen, but we'll see. Um, let's move on to good stuff then. <laughs> NXT was uh, incredibly strong. Yep. One of the best USA network airings I think they've done. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've only been doing it for three weeks on Tuesday. No, nights. no, just just in yeah, general. But but yeah, Wednesdays yeah. I mean, as well. just as an overall show as well. Yeah, but that yeah, first match, yes. Swerve versus Rough. Swerve versus like, Rough was fucking hell, man. Yeah, it was was just like oof. You're coming out the gate with this, aren't you? Coming out hot with this. Yeah, I don't know who those that guy was, the random so, dude that like caught him. Yeah, that was a bit thing. Uh, Swerve's been doing the promos in a recording studio, and these people have all been in the background of the recording studio. Oh, right. So he's right. Okay. So they've been on, but we don't know who they are. But yeah, I'm assuming it'll it'll become apparent later yeah. on. But I was like, who's he now? Sorry. Yeah. Well, you're not looking at people. Up. You're not looking at people in the background in promos, are you? Really? Yeah. Especially yeah. in WWE. But there you go. <laughs> I like. We like that. There's something in the background to look out for. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, some of the some of the bumps that Ruff took was unbelievable on the on the apron. <laughs> yeah, he's on the... a he's a tiny lunatic, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Very yeah. Good. He did a reverse springboard Herakarana. From I watched that outside. several times and was like, "How?" Yeah, and the it's... crucifix bomb counter. Yeah. He kept trying to hit that move, and then he finally did it, but from the top bloody rope as a counter. I, like, I like the fact that there was some good storytelling there. Is that they, they sort of scouted each other? They knew. Each other's each other's sort of big moves, and they knew how to counter them. It was yeah. I said uh, as an opening match, I was like, "You're gonna have to come out somewhat good to beat that now, aren't you?" Yeah, yeah, um, and that's where I think again problem with like Raw and that they have the same matches between people, but it's just always the same, or it's a no DQ. These two have had quite a lot of matches with each other, but as you've just said, that played into the match because they you then used it to go up. I know you're going to do this. Yeah, you ramp it up, you escalate it as well each yeah. time, just a little bit. So like now, like if it did go to hell in a cell or something with those two, I wouldn't mind it because it makes sense story-wise. Yeah. But yeah. oh, nice, I think uh, it's, it's, it's also the, 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 uh, whatever it's called. <laughs> the uh, fight pit, <laughs> whatever it's called. Yeah, it's in storage. It's in his shed. The story, uh, no, sorry, the Raw normally nearly always starts with someone in the ring cutting a promo, whereas AEW and NXT recently have just been going straight into a match. And it grabs your attention, sure. and you're like, all ah, right, this is, and then do your promos and stuff afterwards. But Raw, for the past, yeah. I don't know, eight years or whatever it feels like, has normally been Drew McIntyre sort of in the ring at the start of it, and then someone will come out and interrupt him. It's, yeah. a, it's a formula, but <laughs> it's always, maybe you it's need always, to change it. I, I, remember, I remember once watching a Raw when Theodore was still on milk, so he'd woke up, so I was like, oh, I'll put Raw on. And I was like, let's see who's kicking off the promo. And they kicked off with a gauntlet match. And you've got to remember, uh, Roman at this time is the unbeatable guy. John Cena's similar vein. Mm. And the gauntlet match was Seth Rollins beating John Cena clean, then mm. Roman Reigns clean. And someone else cleaned, and it was phenomenal. And it was a whole hour, the first hour of Raw. And everyone was like, do this, please, a little yeah. bit more. And then they were like, oh, that's popular. And then over the next month, we had about two or three gauntlet matches. I was like, no, that's not what we mean. Oh, no, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Start with some wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, just mix it up a bit. But it all, that's how it always feels uh, raw to yeah. me. I always felt like yeah, it's okay. To you're going to get, like, the first 20 minutes is going to be promo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes beat the jobber. 
in uh, a surprisingly yeah, fun match. Came across Ted DiBiase later. It was, yeah. Uh, and he came I mean, I'm all, his nemesis later. Yeah, I'm all for Ted DiBiase being featured for as long as possible. Uh, I've got a feeling what's <laughs> going to happen is that he's going to con him out of all his money, isn't he? That's going to be the payoff of it. Is Ted DiBiase yeah. going to con him out of all his doggy coins? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so can't be in the ring. Oh, no, no, no. He's a million years old and his bones are made of powdered sugar, aren't they? But yeah. But I just like the fact yeah. that he, he just keeps turning up, just like out of the... Because I, I knew it was coming. Like, you could, you know, after last week with the watch thing, you know he's there for a while now, or he's, he's shot all these in one go. But yeah, it's just it's just good. Cameron Grimes, yeah, really, really grown on me as a... As a... Did you enjoy the uh, grizzled young veterans versus uh, Toothless Timmy and Champion? <sighs> no swearing for this week's uh, soundboard, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Champa's ripped. Uh, Champa's looking best he's looked in a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. It's just like a yeah joint of beef coming yeah. at you, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like where that's going. Yeah. Because you've still got MSK in the mix as well with that sort of thing. And I guess to an extent, sort of Imperium as well. So, so like the tag division there is, is, there's a lot of stuff going on with it. That's, that's good. Which is good. They've been pretty poor on the tag teams for a while, which is a shame because that used to be the staple, that and the women's. So it's nice to see that that coming back. What I did enjoy at the end of this match, which then plays into the main event as well, is uh, them taking Wade Barrett's shoe and how angry Wade Barrett was. He's like, that's my shoe. <laughs> and then later on in the main event, he's like, that's my coffee cup. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just raining shit on Wade Barrett this week. <laughs> It's, yeah. Yeah. he's well, really again, good he's really just, good on commentary yeah it's just that little bit of silliness in it I, it, like, I think it, it just it just makes it like because up to that point it was pretty hard like the grizzled young veterans uh, I don't know what they're called grizzled old veterans I think they were going for weren't it <laughs> but it was a pretty brutal match and so then to have, just have Shoegate involved in it was yeah it just it's levelled it's it's working with it's with like whoever things. cheated first would End up being the winner. That's yeah, but you always assume like, the, the heels are gonna. Well, don't say What'd you say, Champer and? Uh... I think they're coming across as faces now. Yeah, but they, then they cheated to win. Yeah, that's all. I don't mind that yeah. sometimes. It's no, the I issue mean, like yeah. white meat baby faces don't get across. You've got to have that, yeah, that, that grey area thing. between the two. But the the main event, I think, uh... was good. It was the women's tag match. The, uh, uh, before that, fight. I want to talk about the the way. First of all, interrupting <laughs> Scarlet. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. It's a shit joke, but I, I, I sniggered a little bit. Purely, be, purely because <laughs> uh, Austin Theory is genuinely pretty funny with it. It is, yeah. He's just got like a pretty good comic timing about him. But also then the backstage before the thing where uh, Indy Hartwell, where Dexter Lumis was just stood in the doorway. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, please let them let them get and back he had the together. picture. He'd, he'd yeah. left the picture on the chair the picture, in but was, Yeah, but he was stood there with flowers in the doorway. I was like, oh, it's, it's a lovely, like I said, lovely bit of daft stuff before the the absolute horror show that was the uh, the main event. Yeah, and that was a nothing was held back. I loved, 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 loved shots. His Freddy Krueger look. Yes, uh, it's one thing the pair of them do very, very well is these little cosplay bits. That they do. They've started doing. It's yeah. It's great. I mean, she's dangerous <laughs> as as a wrestler to herself more than anyone else. I think she's a but, female Darby Allen. But yeah, um, some horrific um, spots in this as well. The uh, sent on onto the ladder 
Yeah. I don't think she got all of and looked like it hurt her more. Yeah, she hit the edge. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to remember the other bits in it now. You know. She did that. She um, Then after that, Candice did a springboard moonsault to Shotzi on the ladder with Indy holding it up. Yeah, yes, that was... She caught a knee on that. And then Shotzi climbed up the, the scaffolding and jumped off through the announce table. After hitting after hitting Indy with the uh, aforementioned coffee mug, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then Indy, I was surprised actually, did a, like a springboard elbow from the outside to Ember Moon through the table. I think it was through a table, yeah, it uh, was. which then which then led to the the finish. Um, yeah, they 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 let nothing go. <laughs> but we now have new women's tag team champions. NXT I'm happy. Tag team champions. About goddamn time, Candice LeRae had some gold. Yeah. Uh, and also, it I mean it leaves it open for a. I don't know how you can top that in a rematch, but give it a while before they come back. There's other. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Is there other tag teams? There's Just, not uh, really. Casey Catton's Arrow. Arrow, yeah. And the, well, that was. They seem to have abandoned the whole. Um, spooky Chinese thing, and they're just like, no, we're going to go for the tag titles now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, but it's just the Zayli fighting. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make sense. Um, yeah, not sure. But we'll see where it goes. They've, they've done some good matches of it so far. The women's tournament was good. There's obviously a lot of teams in that. I mean, I think I texted a group did. I was like, I don't blame NXT for making their own titles when you see what's happening with Nia and Shayna. Yeah. Across Raw and SmackDown. The amount of time they're getting for matches on Raw and SmackDown was probably half the amount of time that that main event was. Uh, it was quite long. That main yeah, event. I, I went back and timed it, so it was about eighteen. Yeah, it's uh, about, so it was from, a, from it was about twenty minutes. It was yeah, about 20, 20 minutes from entrances, yeah. so about seventeen minutes in match. Oh, um, it was cracking. We also got ah, uh, what she called the new lass. Um, oh, God, my brain. Hiya, Frankie. Frankie. Yeah, there's some weird thing going on with that as well. Oh, Saray. Saray. Saray, yes. And then the whole um Yeah, that was a good little match. Tony Storm thing as well. It's like I said, they're doing some good stuff with the women's division. They always have been like yeah, but, yeah. it's just feeding, putting the seeds of stuff there for later on. Yep, yep, definitely. Another another cracking show, which is nice. Yep. Feel like I'm getting NXT back. Is good. <laughs> um, well, actually, starting of talking shows, so SmackDown then. It was a promo of sort, but yes. hearing Bianca's music hitting, I was like, hey, oh, it's not Roman Reigns, because that's yes. all I'm used to now. As much as I love Roman, starts every single SmackDown for like the last year. Bianca came out and just pretty much kicked off a tag match. Um, it was just nice. It, it's one of them things you don't realise how often something is done until it doesn't happen. Yes, and they throw, throw a curveball in there, and you're like, all oh, right, this is, yeah. yeah. And it, it just keeps it fresh. Yeah. And to, I'm quite excited for tonight's SmackDown, because I don't know if it's going to be awful or brilliant, because they announced this <laughs> throwback SmackDown. Big fan of the old SmackDown. Uh, people are, uh, didn't... I remember someone tweeting Kevin Owens saying, if they put the big fist back, will you be jumping off it? And he was like, yes, of course I will be. <laughs> yeah, so that... <laughs> Well, I'm hoping that, yeah, it's just like a uh, a set design or something and not the wheeling out a load of codgers, you know what I mean, like Legends that's, Night. That, yeah, that's my, that's my worry. Yeah, looking at the promo video that's been released today, um, it's all the current stars to like old SmackDown music. And oh, okay. I'm, I mean, sure. I'm fine with I'm it. Like, it's okay. I can, I it's can something a bit different, yeah. No, I just wonder what the reason for it is because it feels like there must be a reason for them doing it. Is um, it not like... But we'll see. 
X amount of years of SmackDown or something. No, because they didn't make a deal of that. They just kept going for, for all about SmackDown. But maybe it's we'll just see. a thing. Yeah. Um, we had Sammy getting involved with the IC title again. It was a nice little bit when he's staring at that title and Apollo was getting upset. And I think Apollo attacked him um, because he was looking at his title. Um, but it was nice to see kind of Sammy kind of taking his attention elsewhere with that. But I think the main thing to talk about on SmackDown was, have you watched the main event? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the nice way. They, they did the build well. All the, you know, talking to everyone made it matter and when it yes. started i was like i had to like press the timer i was like oh we've got 40 minutes left here the show. <laughs> i was like okay right, i can get behind this what did you make it that much i've again uh it's knowing what's happened now sort of makes it even more um i don't know what's the word real like you know what i mean it's it's a, it's a, it's a strange thing it was a cracking i mean it's always going to be good in it you know what i mean but for then like for him to have to leave and then the same week his contract runs out, apparently as well. Yeah. Is either some incredibly prophetic story writing or a very, very lucky coincidence. Yeah, yeah, it worked out perfectly. I kind of get a feeling Roman's gonna want him to come back and say acknowledge him. Possibly. Yeah. But yeah, the final image of him lying there with with Roman above him. The best thing I loved about this match, and I correct me if I'm wrong here, is this the first time Roman defended his title clean? There was nothing. There was no outside interference in the uh, match. Yeah, it must be because um, after the match, Jay came in, but the, Jay's even, normally yeah. Jay didn't in. even come down, did he? No, he didn't come out, and that's what I loved the most about it. It was a pure clean match, yeah, which I also that, also helped legit. <laughs> Not that he needs legitimizing, but it also did help legitimize him and yeah. his head of the table claim because he's just retired a guy from SmackDown clean. Yeah, I didn't even think of that, yeah. Because yeah. you always wait for it. You always wait for it, don't you? That There's always fun. a bit where, yeah, yeah, Jay's going to come running in or something chicanery will happen. But yeah, no, yeah, I didn't I didn't spot that, actually. Yeah. Oh, rewind. Roman had new music as well. Yeah, I quite like the new music. I, I, I been, liked it. They've been teasing it for a while, I'm sure. Everything, ever since he said he's coming back uh, minus his vest, it's like, yeah. we have got music and we're just waiting for the right time to drop it. And I was like, yeah. okay. Roman's quote was, when the, when my story starts to get darker, we're going to drop it. Oh, Christ. He's not going to, like, murder Daniel Bryan's family, is he? Or something <laughs> I as well. don't know. I loved it, though. It had, I think some people were calling it out as being some generic, but I was like, it wasn't. It, it felt like the final boss on Final Fantasy when I get yeah, to Yeah, it's pretty epic, it, yeah. Yeah, it's like a big epic orchestral piece, but with like, if you listen very closely, there's like elements of his old song in yeah, the background. That's, is... that's the things I really like when they do that. It's like uh, with the Fiends one, when it has bits of Bray Wyatt's mixed in there and stuff. It's just nice paying homage to those old bits while layering new stuff on top. Layers, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm, I, I must have missed the quote about the darkness. Christ, I'm scared. It was, <laughs> it was a long time. It was it was when he'd first come back, and they were like, "Oh, you're gonna give new music because you've got new gear." Well, like, less gear. Oh, so I, I wouldn't say that. it was generic. It's not Some like people just thought it was generic. It's, in, no, it's the internet but... wrestling community again. There is no, like I know, but like music. there is generic wrestling, like when Jobbers come out on dark, and it's just like nah, 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 that sort of stuff. Anyway, it's just a guy with a guitar. Yeah. But no, this is this is a composed thought about peace. I'm annoyed about that. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very thought about. Um, so yeah, the match gets probably a good half hour. Um, 
you've got some brilliant spots. Like Brian's doing a suplex off the top rope to him. The the classic small package roll up from a spear, which I always like that counter. Yeah. Um, I always also like a spear that goes through a barricade. I just think it's always a nice visual, and he misses it, and Reigns goes through the barricade. Um, but the best bit, as Brian is good at, and Roman, is the storytelling aspect of Brian taking out the right arm of Roman and Roman trying to lock in the guillotine, but he can't because his right arm's fucked. And then Brian reverses that into the yes lock um, because Roman can't lock it on. But then Roman wins with the guillotine from the left arm because he realizes I can't do this off the right. And he just has that bit at the end where he's in desperation mode and he's just powerbombing the shit out of him like with these deadlift powerbombs because he can't do anything else. Yeah. I was like, I like this. I like this. Storytelling. Again, good storytelling. Yeah. And we've said before as well, it's that thing of when someone deliberately targets a body part of a wrestler for them to then sell that I can't use the arm or leg or whatever for my finisher, it, it makes you buy into it a little bit more, yeah, which is what I think Reigns has been doing that quite well recently. Very well. Yeah. Very, very well. His selling's been top notch. Um, so yeah, and then Cesaro comes out at the end and I thought it was a nice visual to end with Concerto, Cesaro trapped in the ropes. It ends yeah. the Brian chapter and sets up the Cesaro chapter now. I was like, yes, yeah. well done. It was, it was, yeah. I said SmackDown is like my third favourite at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's solid, but there are occasional just like bits of fat that could be trimmed off here and there. But yeah. it's two hours and the, the, the delicious steaky parts of it are well worth a little bits of fat here and there. Yeah. Bad, bad analogy that I know, but <laughs> no, no, makes sense. Yeah, it's it's solid with the with certain people. Yes, you know, you know, you know when certain people are on, like oh, I'm going to watch this bit, and then when others are on, I'm just like, okay, I'll skip. I'll skip this. Yes, but there's a lot more good. As I said last week, I I watch. It takes me longer to watch SmackDown than it takes me to watch Raw. So, <laughs> is that what you will? Yeah. Um, that's all the shows then. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So we we did it that way because we're focusing in on Daniel Bryan then. So looking at his, our classic match is Ring of Honor, Midnight Express, October the 2nd, 2014. Samoa Joe was the Ring of Honor world champion and defending against Bryan Danielson. This was Danielson's first world title match at Ring of Honor ever. Yes. Um, and Joe, I believe, was a very long-standing champion at this point. Yes. Uh, leading into it. But they had had two matches before and they were tied one apiece. So this was kind of like a rubber match on it. Um, what did you make of it? It was incredibly good. A little bit long for me, but I think it was about 40 minutes. It was, yeah. Yeah, which is a long time. But there were bits of it that felt like this bit could have been skipped. But also some incredible, brutal stuff. Uh, when they got outside of the ring especially there was some incredibly nasty stuff out there. Uh, I think at one point, um, Brian catches Samojo's leg and throws it into the metal barricade. I know it's got sheet metal over it, but the sound of it makes it sound a lot worse than it, than it probably is. Uh, I think there's also, Brian does a sort of flip off the ropes to the outside. That is like, I've, I've not seen him do that. 
uh, that that looked like it could have gone very wrong. But there's just some also some really good chain wrestling in there as well between the two of them. I mean, yeah, it's, it's 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 Brian Danielson, Daniel. Yeah, Bryan. the first part especially was, was technical, technical wizardry, and then yeah, there's a lot of good chain. I forgot, I forget how good Samoa Joe is. I know we yeah. know he's good, but we've not seen him for so long. In this, he's he's at the peak of his powers. I'm guessing. Because I mean, there's some. This is there's, there's a there's a bit where they they're like chopping and punching each other, and again, his hands. It was like it, being it with a side of gammon. It's just like yeah, it's oof. Uh, at the end, like the the end sequence of it where they're both on the ground just kneeing each other in the head. Yeah, and I'm like, this is 40 minutes in of of full physical. Um, like, there's not that many rest holes and stuff in it. No, no, no. No, it's it's a full 40 minutes of them both going pretty much hell for leather at each other. And I, and I don't know if it's near the start or something, but I mean, you don't see it much. Danielson was like making Joe chase him. Yes. He was like chasing him and dancing and Joe was getting more ring. and more pissed off. Yes. But it's knackering Joe out at the same time. Like yeah, because he's, he's, he's trying to kick him. And he, yeah. if one of them had connected with him, that would have been game over because he put his full power behind them, knowing full well that he was going to miss. But like, say he slipped or something, he would have took his head off. Yeah, because he does all the Muhammad Ali like foot jiggling, doesn't he? As yeah, well, yeah, the end, yeah. yeah he, Danielson was in, incredible in this. Um, he did some outrageous suplexes, Brian, like yeah. strength-wise to lift Joe. Yes, uh, wow. he's also got a filthy mouth on him, and all. He does. Yeah. You don't see the side of him in WWE. He does in that. Yeah. He calls him all sorts of names, <laughs> which again I like because it's not something that you you sort of see in wrestling. You, I mean, you're allowed one one shit on AEW, aren't you? A week, and uh, I think <laughs> Raw, Nia, you're allowed Nia something Nia every Jack. so often. Often, but it's like when you watch um, New Japan. New Japan. And they're just swearing a blue streak on it. Yeah, it's just it's just a fun thing. I like swearing. It's funny to me. <laughs> That's good. And, um, one thing I forgot about Brian, even though he does a lot of them in WWE, is just how many submission holds he is able to apply that look legitimately. Like, I don't want to be, ever be in that. <laughs> uh, yeah, cause there's, I don't think he manages to lock it in fully, but there's one where Joe has him on the ground and he somehow manages to get his legs around his head. And then gets his arm up as well. And I, I don't know how he does it because he like contorts himself very strangely out of one submission into another one. It's 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 really good to watch. Again, slightly too long, and the commentary is annoying. But it's Ring of Honor, so yeah. On the whole, annoying. But a couple of things I did actually like that I made a point of. So we talk about like the roll ups being shitty finish, which they are. But I really liked at the start the commentators were putting over the fact that. Joe has lost a few matches from pinning combinations. So it wasn't called roll-ups. Yes. And they were saying this is a weakness of his. And then right near the end of the match, Brian hits one. And it's not a roll-up. It's it's like what Orange Cassidy's been doing. It's yes. like a, a special, a special, a special pin. And he very, very nearly loses. And the commentators are like, the, the crowd. I don't know if they did or not. He went, the crowd nearly thought that was done because they know Joe's got this sweetness. I like that aspect of the commentary. And oh, that's, yeah, a yeah. Way, that's a way to make a roll-up pin finish yeah, seem seem powerful uh there's also a bit where daniel bryant does a standing drop kick and the commentator says he punt he kicks his jaw right into his mouth and i was like that doesn't even make sense <laughs> <laughs> in the heat of everything yeah but no. yeah it's, it's 
because this is that weird bit of Ring of Honor that like I don't know much about. It's, but it's it's well. I mean, you don't get to see. This is the other thing as well is you don't get to see Samoa Joe wrestle, and you like you said, you do forget just how good he is. And hopefully, yeah. with his release, he'll turn up somewhere and do a bit, few bits and pieces here and there. Well, when who was it? Impact. Someone had a a, a pay per view the other week. Impact had the Kenny Omega one. Yeah, did Ring of Honor have one? Possibly. So. One of them had a pay-per-view and then they did a uh, like a promo package for like, the next pay-per-view and it flashed up with Samoa Joe in that. Well, his face. His I said, face that. if he comes or back Pete. out and he's he's safe, then yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see it. I think Jericho said if if we could get him, it would be a big a big thing for us. He would be huge. And he, he says not about even, a lot who go out. Look. He said not even as like a full-time wrestler. But just as as a guy, because he's commentary, he can wrestle, he can pro. He, no, he's 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 the triple threat sort of thing, and I suppose it'd be a very good someone to have in there as a trainer as well. Yeah, because the man's got chops. Again, it, it's it's interesting to see. Apparently, as well, I was reading today that uh, the Iconics will reappear somewhere. They haven't said where yet, but I'm sure, I can't remember who it was. But they said that yeah, they're looking at being signed as like a as a package. Oh, so they should. Well, I mean, what was I watching the other day? And it was the bit after the Women's Royal Rumble where they're being interviewed backstage. And it's it's, it's the funniest thing because they're just great. They're just naturally funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. They've grown up together, so it doesn't surprise me that that's what they'd want. Well, yeah, hopefully they show up somewhere. Someone that's going to use that, them. that utilizes them to the to the fullest extent of their powers. But I don't really know because I don't watch, but apparently the um, impact women's division is really good. It is, yes. From the bits of it that I, I get chance to see every so often. Yeah. Um, but, oh, but between top... wrestling and films, it's <laughs> <laughs> before we dive back into the Daniel Bryan. It's talking on that. We we didn't mention the fact Andrade has challenged Kenny Omega. Oh yeah, he called him out, didn't he? Yes, yes. The Diana has also challenged the champion over there as well, like Triple Mania. So you've got so it's for the Triple A World or Heavyweight Championship. I'm not sure. It's yeah, like, the Kenny Omega one. Yeah. yeah, it's the one he defended against the Laredo Kid yep. on Dynamite at the start of the pandemic, like a year ago. Yeah, and Andrade. Is, yeah, like, it's that is a match. <laughs> all all of the doors are being fully kicked open, and wedges being kicked under them to keep them open. It's great. You love to see it. There's rumors. There's rumors. WWE are starting to try and get to work with MLW. I think they've seen that this can be the benefit to everyone. Yeah. No. MLW. I don't know anything about them other than again when I said I read that series of interviews with the Blood and Guts competitors. Uh, MJF used to be in MLW and he headed a faction there called Dynasty, I think it was. And he said when he left, he was worried that Dynasty were going to collapse. Like he'd left them rudderless. He went, I know, underestimated how good they are. And he was talking up one of the guys there and was like, you could put him in the ring of anyone. It was quite an un-MJF interview. Um, and he's like, put him in the ring of anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the company that apparently WWE are trying to start to work I've with. heard stuff about them, and I've heard that it's, apparently it's the sort of stuff that I would like, I've been told. So mm. I might have a dig around, see what I can find. Because I know a lot of people have come through them as well. Like it's it's it's, it's indies in it, so you yep. you go where you needed. Like, but yeah, exactly. do it. It'll get more talent on your screen. Yeah, definitely. So 
wheeling back to Brian then. So de- go and check that match out, as we always yes. say. We don't, it's we on don't, YouTube we... for free. It is. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, so Brian's future then. Hot topic. <laughs> you gotta use it, Andy. Gotta be done. Yeah, so so there's uh, been another kind of update since we decided to do this. So apparently inside is that AEW are convinced he's signing, re-signing with WWE. I have a feeling it could be a massive work, yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we go to that, what would you like to see in the in the in the world that Brian's contract is up and his neck can withstand and he's healthy? Yes, that's the two big stipulations that, on it. You know, yeah, uh, I would thing. very much like him to go back around um, other promotions as as an indie wrestler, as a free agent, and just do like a farewell tour, like go back to Ring of Honor and have a match against their top guy. Go back to and just because he's like he said, he said himself, he's not got long left in him. I think mm. like I said, this may be it now, but. For him to just go back and do maybe little shows, you know, because he he did, you know, bingo halls and above pubs and stuff for a long time. So to to go back and just sort of give a little nod and a wink to that, I think would be a nice way for him to go out. Mm. But I, I mean, he's not. He's, he's he's resigning, isn't he? He's resigning, and then he'll go to creative, won't he? I think that's the major pull there because he's already in on the creative, yeah, uh, the producer side of it. Um, and as much as he denies it, I, I can't think that he doesn't have an impact on how SmackDown has been better um, in terms of putting over certain... Like, Cesaro is now getting a push. Yes. Like, okay, Cesaro beat Brian clean a few months ago. Yeah. Some people wouldn't let that happen. Um, but at the same time, he had a whole program with Drew Gulak where they had incredible matches. I think Gulak actually beat him, but now Gulak's just back to being jobber. Which, yeah. So. But Gulak's on Raw, not on SmackDown. Yeah, the, that's the, the key thing. I think it's because he, I think his last couple of months or so have been him willing to lose to put younger people over, yeah. which, again, is a thing, a thing that he should be doing as an old hand of it is passing the torch on to a to a new generation. Yeah. Um, on that then, so if he does, ideally, I'd I'd love to see him in uh, the, and I know Butcher really wants to see this as well in in Ring of Honor with the pure stuff. Yeah. Because that's that's right up his wee lally, and we watched a match against Nigel McGuinness for that. Yes. Yeah, we did. That was a cracker. He, yeah. The, the last match before it got disbanded and unified, and then it yes. got brought back. Love to see him kind of go back and go for that again. If he is joining WWE again, I would love to, him to go down to NXT. So you're talking about putting over the next. Yeah. That's where he can do that. He could go back, go down there and be sort of second fiddle to uh, Sir William, couldn't he? Yeah. As a, a yeah. Or as a, a rival sort of booker for it. Yeah. Because he well, must pull that level of clout. You know what I mean? I, I think NXT excites him. So I watched. I'd read some, but I watched then the full thing, the interview with Alex McCarthy before WrestleMania, and he loves wrestling. Like, yeah, you can read it, but when you watch him talk about it, he just loves talking about it. And Alex McCarthy's like, "Who would you like to face?" And he he kind of talks about a couple of people, and then he goes on to another question. He's like, "Oh, yeah, I've not mentioned like you went like Kyle O'Reilly, man." No, so he mentioned that's where it is. It's the Pete Dunn thing. He went, Pete Dunn's making these challenges about who's the best wrestler. He went. 
you know, I want to fight the people who think they're the best wrestlers. And then he I goes, and then, and then there's Kyle O'Reilly. He said he's doing all this stuff with jujitsu. I mean, I love that. And he made a great point. He said, there's always, he said, everyone talks about, oh, this person's the best. He went, but every few years, what the conditions to be the best are change. And you get people coming and doing new things. And he was like, you've got Kyle O'Reilly implementing jujitsu into wrestling. He went, I want to do that. And then you got Pete Dunn doing this i want to he said i want yeah he was like i want to wrestle the people who are going to be the best and it was all these nxt people that he just kept naming and i was like i mean he was so excited yeah i'm there for that that would be very very good again as a as a as a a last thing uh daniel bryan versus pete dunn yeah put that into my veins directly please (laughs) exactly that Um, would be awful yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that probably would kill him. But and yeah, the schedule of NXT would work for what his life is. And and I understand where he's going from. He wants to be there for his daughter. He was saying, it was sad to be honest. He was talking about, he said his daughter likes to like pick things off trees and he puts her on his shoulders and his, his neck was getting a bit fucked from certain matches. And he's like, I don't want to not be able to pick my daughter yeah. up. Oh no, it's totally understandable. But it is that thing of he has, you can tell the man clearly has passion for what he does. And what he has done for you know a vast majority of his life. Yeah, he's like again because I've been sort of listening back to it. He's like Sasha. Yes, passion for it. They've got that technical ability. They've got the eye for detail. They care. Um, but sadly, you know, he's had a lot of lot of injuries and that. And main thing is disclaimer that he's got to be healthy. He's got to be healthy. But um, yeah, I'd I'd love to. I'd love him to do the farewell tour. As you said, I'd love him to spend a bit of time with a pure title. That would be great. I'd love him to just pop up across all the promotions. If he was to pop up into AEW, who would you want him to work with? Oh. He was talking about Omega the other week. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Omega retweeted it and went, he gets it. Who'd have thought it? <laughs> and yeah. he's saying that Omega hasn't evolved because he's just constantly doing new things. And he's talking about the Young Bucks as well. He's proper big in the mutt. I, like, I mean, he, right, yeah, he could go straight into a sort of main event program, couldn't he? Because he's he's not like Christian, who has been out for such a long time that I think it's just to get his, his sort of confidence back up. He's doing this sort of mid cardy stuff. Yeah, I could see him against uh, Omega, or he could also go and help get Paige back on the right, become like a weird sort of wise mentor. But there again, Paige has got Dark Order, hasn't he? So he'd be funny with a Dark Order. <laughs> I mean, he he's got comedy chops, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh... it's hard to forget how well-rounded he is because he's so often pr- promoted in WWE as a babyface, as you said. American Dragon Daniel Bryan wasn't <laughs> was, a, was a bastard, w- yeah, white meat babyface, and I don't think it's talked about enough. Like his reign as the. Um, what was it? what did they call him? Like the the people's champion or the the planet's champion? The planet's champion, wasn't it? Yeah, with the wooden belt. That was brilliant. Yeah, that like, was some quality shit. I'm sorry, but it was like it was so weird because he was actually speaking like facts and truth. And the more he spoke it, the more people hated him. People don't like listening. That's why, like, no, Sammy's wood- Twitter is great. But also, yeah, <laughs> people off. That wooden championship was quality. Yeah, I so loved it's it. It's a brilliant gimmick. Yeah. And lest we forget, that then all culminated in Kofi having his moment. Yes. I said, I think that's that's going to be it. It's going to be him, whatever he chooses to do, and whoever he chooses to to, to to finish his career with, 
it's going to have to go on to astronomical things. So it's this thing if he goes to NXT, like Pete Dunn, Kyle O'Reilly, like, yeah, they're, they're as over as they're going to get. I don't want to see Pete Dunn go up to main roster because they'll, he'll just end up jobbing, won't he? They don't know how to use yeah. him. He's not main <laughs> yeah. roster wrestling material. No. Carrying crosses, get him up with his waistcoat. Get- <laughs> John Virgo waistcoat, yeah. <sighs> yeah, the sooner Carrying Cross fucks off, the better for me at the moment, because he's not, yeah, he's just not, not he's just not ticking that box for me anymore. His intro, yeah, fine, great. But his wrestling since I don't know, since that that shoulder injury that he had, it just feels very sort of one dimensional. And stuff. I, I don't know. I used to really like him, and he, he's just I've just gone off the boil. Yeah, he's not he's not being used in the way you'd want. Also, pick a finisher. Do a finisher that's proper. I'll say it again. <laughs> Punching someone in the back of the head <laughs> is not a finisher. Spot, it? It's uh, just angers well, me up. But I do like that thing with NXT stuff. now, where everyone is gunning for that, and there's people coming in from all all angles of it, which is a nice no, thing. True. True. And to be fair, if like. There's a triple threat for it, and then just Brian's music kicks in. <laughs> yeah, it, that would be if, if, if um, was it Fight of the Valkyries? Yeah, yeah, comes on. Yeah, you'd just be like, oh shit, yeah. Here we go. Just looking there, we were talking about in going doing Ring of Honor Pure. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott Swerve. from NXT um, tweeted, "The world needs to see Daniel Bryan versus John Gresham." Yeah, yeah. We watched when we were looking at when we were watching the Pure tournament. I said That's I the think, WWE talent saying we need to see this. I think Pure would be a, a, a good switch for him Massively. because yeah, it's, it's less not, impact on his neck and all that kind of stuff as well. It's less high impact moves, isn't it? It's more it's technical. It's pure wrestling, so yeah. there's not a lot of of superplexes and and outside the ring nonsense. It is what he is like. He shows it off very well in that Samoa Joe match. Is his yeah. his ground game is is phenomenal, so yeah, I think Pure's a a, a good a good shout actually. I'd like to see that. It would yeah. be unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Very unfair. Uh, yeah, you just go in and start chopping next, but yeah. <laughs> Very unfair. It'd be good, but he he can do whatever he takes his mind to. Again, that Alex McCarthy interview, he says one of the matches he said he's most proud of is uh, Brock. He said yeah. he'd been he'd been wanting to wrestle Brock for ages. He said what he didn't foresee was that he was going to wrestle Brock as a heel because he was Planet's champion at the time. And I don't know if you've ever watched that match. It's a yeah. really weird dynamic because they're both heels, but he's kind of the face in it. Well, um, you can and, have yeah. There's, there's yeah. degrees of heel, yes. But it, it's brilliant, and you do think he's going to win at one point. But he said he said in the interview, and I don't think anyone's ever been so excited to take a suplex of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Like you're gonna see how happy he is. <laughs> he well, did that. well, it's it's yeah. Um, Brock worked. Brock worked, and he sold. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I said uh, as much as I have shit on Brock Lesnar in the past. Having gone back, I have a, do have like a sort of weird newfound appreciation for the man because he's 100 percent into everything that he he does do and knows knows the business. Like yeah. so, yeah. Plus, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, hmm. I mean, if he just wanted, he's he's. Just, just be, be a behind the scenes guy as long as he's he's happy. But I'd like, yeah, I'd like the pure, or for him to just go and do. He's not going to New Japan because that would that would fucking kill him. <laughs> yeah, they have no care for next in New Japan. It's, no, uh, next is optional in Japan. But yeah, Ring of Honor, uh, go and do some. I nah, can't go and do indie shows, can I? I? I genuinely think pure is the 
best shot, best best thing I'd like to see is him just go and do yeah, good old yeah. fashioned wrestling. Yeah, that'd be a nice way to go out. Um, yeah, that that would be my number one. And then if you're staying with num- if you're staying with WWE, it would be NXT because it would bring full circle his journey in WWE. Have you ever yeah. seen Have you ever seen how he was used in NXT back in the day? Do you know what N- Do you know what NXT was back in the day? It was like a weird reality show. Yeah, yeah. And he was he was like on that doing all these like barrel lifting competitions, and he was constantly berated as being shit. And then, oh Jesus Christ, was it? I think it was Nexus. He had a Nexus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when he got and Nexus and Cena, and he got sacked because he'd wrapped a cord around someone's neck. Justin Roberts's neck, yes. Yeah, and he got yeah. sacked. Um, but when he was on the NXT, he was part. That's where the whole Miz thing came from. His mentor was the Miz yes. in NXT, and he was shit, and he lost every match. And the Miz berated him for being a shit, <laughs> shit, shit person to have. So for him to go back to NXT and kind of bring that and closure on the NXT. Because that was NXT before it, Triple H got hold of it and was like, like, fuck this. Like, yeah, it was like, um, it's like game what show. Was the, the, yeah, the WWE, was it Tough Enough? Tough Enough, yeah. Yeah, that had a similar toddness to it, yeah. Yeah, I think it kind of evolved out of that. Cause I remember I think, watching that going, this is terrible. This is a terrible program. <laughs> yeah, I think Sonya, Sonya Deville was on that because she came, she, she, she came out on the show. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's, it's, it's quite powerful. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that was tough enough. And then NXT kind of followed with these game shows and then Triple H said, no, we're going to make this. An actual brand, yeah. Yeah, and that's what FDW Yeah, because uh, after, after uh, Shotzi's trolling of AEW this week, shall we say. Good trolling. <laughs> oh, I think it's in good-natured. It's just good-natured. Gerard, ribbing, isn't it? It? No, it was Hardy, wasn't it? Hardy was like, I don't mind ribbing as long as it's not. As it's good natured, yeah, that, it's that not. Good like, well, she did it with the the blood and guts, uh, the exploding death match, didn't she? As well, Gilbert. She, tweeted, <laughs> she tweeted that that gif of Gilbert with the sparklers. Yeah, but she's watching it to do that as well. I genuinely think that wrestlers watch other wrestlers' shows because she followed it straight up with "I Love Wrestling." Yeah, it's it, it, yeah. But someone found the clip from NXT with shots in it where Chris Jericho's berating her. Where I think I think it's where she leaves. Uh, and she, she, I think she gets injured, and she Jer- has Jericho's berating. I'm sure it's Jericho berating her on NXT. Yeah, when it was when it was the game show thing. Oh, okay, right. So he's on the panel. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because it's I can't remember who the, the lass is as well, but I think she was someone. And he's just like, yeah, you'll never, you'll never make it, and all this sort of stuff. And I think she has to pull out of the competition because she gets injured. I th- yeah, because I think she was like, I think they say it was like she'll never wrestle again, and yeah. It, oh wow, I've seen that. She looks exactly the same. Just different coloured hair. I, I think it's red does. instead of green. But... <laughs> imagine she does. We love her. Yeah. So said, well, you, you texted us before, didn't you? So it's intergender wrestling, Shotzi versus um, Darby. I, I want to see Shotzi versus Darby and Sasha versus Brian for two very different reasons. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> or an uh, intergender tag match. I'd like them two to be on the same team. That would be. <laughs> That would be crazy. Oh. So, yeah, so we'll, I'm sure Brian's story will develop. Uh, maybe we'll get more information tonight in SmackDown. I know he can't be on SmackDown. It's a whole, for me, you can't be on SmackDown. It's so explicit. Yeah. But SmackDown, that, you can't The other on. concern is then that he'll end up on Raw. That's a, that's a huge concern. Yeah. <laughs> and if he goes to Raw, maybe he can turn it around. 
if he does, then just he can work his, his, his magic on it. <laughs> but I think he'd have to work a lot of magic on it. He'd have to be like a level twenty wizard. Yeah, to, to, yeah. <laughs> It's, Even I can get that. Right. Yeah, well, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, whatever he does, he has given us many, many, many hours of quality entertainment. And if he's going out on his terms and he's healthy and he's happy, then if he never wrestles again, I'm fine with that as well. Yeah. In fact, we've said from day one, all, all I want from the, is for them to be healthy and happy. Yeah. Anything else is a bonus. One interesting thing this week as well in, in leaving WWE, Matt Hardy has been, I don't know whether he's hinting at it, but he's like, would you like to see me and Jeff finish our careers together? Oh, okay. That's in, as I said, I've been off the internet. It's, yeah, but uh, a lot of people are like, yes, but not in WWE because Jeff's getting sort of a bit. I thought he was going back for one big run and he's losing to, I can't remember who he lost to. It was, yeah. He's not been on for a while. Yeah, it's, but, Put him in AEW, give him one last tag run, give him titles, you know, be a nice thing, wouldn't it? Let him be Willow. Yeah. Because, oh, well, other, in other news, um, Double or Nothing is apparently oh. going ahead with a full capacity crowd, which I don't know whether or not they've got permission for a full capacity crowd. Because, like, Florida's mental anyway, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I know the world has to go back to normal at some point, and I think like 50% of Americans are, are vaccinated now or whatever. But I don't know. Again, it still feels way too early to have, I don't know, 20,000, 30,000 people yelling and screaming next to each other. Yeah. Florida. I know they've been ramping up, slowly ramping up the um, Dynamite shows. The crowds there have got bigger and bigger. But it's still, yeah. when you see it, it's still everyone's distanced out from each other. But yeah, I don't know. I, it hmm, leaves me with a little bit of dread. Florida, Florida, and Texas gonna gonna be their own independent <laughs> republics, aren't they? they? Do as they do. <sighs> we'll see. But, but yeah, the, the thing that people were like, well, WrestleMania happened. It's like, but you could looking at WrestleMania, you could tell that it was spaced out. So <laughs> you'll see the video of that that person who was in the crowd, like surrounded by cardboard cutouts, and he's like, "Meet my friend Floyd." And this is Floyd. <laughs> Again, it's yeah, it's 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 a weird thing, but yeah. Uh, so that, that maybe when Jeff's contract runs out, he he might take take the AEW coin. I think and, he would one hundred percent. And then, but if that's the, how I got to that was, if they allow full crowds back, we might get the final run of. Broken Matt and Willow, yeah, Brother Nero, which I was kind of disappointed because it was, I think it was a year ago today or yesterday was the infamous running Sammy over in the golf cart. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah Matt, I saw Matt's tweet on that. <laughs> which, again, feels like a lifetime ago. It really does. But I really liked, I like insane Matt Hardy rather than sniping yeah, Matt this, Hardy. And this Matt doesn't hit for me. I like what he's doing. It's just big money Matt in it, essentially, but not as fun. <laughs> yeah, that, that big money Matt didn't really hit for me either. So. I know, but I like the Matt facts and stuff of big money Matt. It was, yeah. I do like that bit. But he's also building up a stable and helping, you know, what he should be doing as a veteran, building up these people and, and getting them over. Yeah, which is... They're all going to turn on him eventually, aren't they? Because he keeps <laughs> stealing their wins and stuff. So yeah. eventually they are going to, yeah. Which is why I don't think Brian needs to be uh, 
it doesn't need to be focused that he needs to do the producing and agency side on WWE. He can do it elsewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. There's some I mean, serious would, talent in AEW that if he would got be his a hands big on him. get for AEW if he decided to. It would be a huge get. But then also, AEW is just WWE old guys. How old is Brian? Uh, give me a I'm second. Sure he's only, I'm sure he's only early like 40s or something. He's not. Uh, Brian Dance, uh, he's my age. He's thirty-nine. Hell, mate. He's not even born, 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 born nineteen eighty-one. There you go. Uh, it's birthday next old. month. <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be forty next month. <laughs> Almost got the same birthday as you. Yeah. Um, so Great. I know. I know when you're saying old guys, you're not saying in age, but yeah. Yeah, it's Omega's thirty-seven. So how long has yeah he got left in him? Because it's not like they haven't done ridiculous stuff. Mm, yeah, um, I'm interested in Cody. Cody has very, very publicly and repeatedly said he's got five years left. Yeah, and then he's gonna go and try and be like the mayor. <laughs> gonna go and do a cane. He, yeah, that's what he said. He's gonna go and do that. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Bit weird, but but again, but Cody's doing the right thing now. Of now that they've got a top card, of dropping down a bit to boost other people up, which is. What people were like, sort of critical of him at the start was that he keeps booking himself really strong. I think it's just because he had to. He had to. And uh, Jericho on the Broken School says, like, he listed four things you needed to make a company, and one of them was you need a core of five to six people. Yeah. Who you can build around, and they have to be the focus for a little while. So there's <laughs> Jericho, Motley, Cody, Omega. Um, and he went, and then you develop the rest, and then you can swap in and out. And as I said, I think I said on the pod the other week, I'd, there's never been a point for me in AEW when all of the all of the elite are the top push thing. Yeah, they, it's always been peaks and troughs with it. It was Cody, and then kind of the young bucks. Omega was kind of the the last guy. People were a bit pissed off about how he was getting promoted, uh, uh, presented. Yes. And now he's risen up, but Cody's dropped himself down, and then the young butts have risen up. Too. So yeah, it makes sense. They've they balanced it well. You can't have a hundred miles an hour constantly. <laughs> no. Yeah. There we go. We'll see where Brian ends up, but it's interesting. It is very interesting. So we've got Brian as a free agent. We have some more with Joe as a free agent. Hence the reason for the match that we looked at. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't so it wasn't just people. pulled out of our asses. No, no, no. There was, <laughs> that uh... wasn't the reason. But yes, uh, thank you for listening once again. And uh, see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>